And hello, everybody, and welcome to another Homewrecker podcast. I am the Golden Greek Alex Arion, joined as always by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing trophy wife, Monique. Hi, Monique. Hello, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm wet. (laughs) I'm all wet. (laughs) But not. Didn't know if you were going to mention that or not. (laughs) I was. Um,. Do you ever feel like the forces are against you? I feel like sometimes when we record our podcasts, certain topics, just all the elements don't want us to get the podcast out. Things stop working, things glitch, accidents happen. And that happened today. As for those watching can see, I got all gussied up and I have red lipstick on and a pretty dress and my makeup's done. I'm feeling good. (laughs) And I did something out of the usual. My iced tea that I drink, it's made with stevia. And instead of sipping from the can, I didn't want to ruin my lipstick while we recorded. So I got a straw. And we're setting up to record. And we're going to talk about something very interesting today. And what happens, but as we're setting up, I go to get something else off the table. And I I bump into the straw in the can. It knocks the whole full can of iced tea over. For those watching, you can see the big can. Knocked it over all over me all over my lap. But am I going to change? No, because I'm a professional. I'm not going to let a little cold iced tea stop me from doing this podcast or from changing out of my pretty dress because you guys can't see on screen. A professional wouldn't have even mentioned that. Oh, no, but I want to talk about the forces against us. A professional would have gone on and not even mentioned it or called attention to it. But I'm calling attention to it because I think there's a reason for it. Oh, okay. I think I'm, I'm giving you a hard time. The forces I, I are against us with talking about our topic today. The forces are against us, yes, and and that's what what a hell of a segue. Because <laughs> after reading this book, you realize that yeah, the forces are against you in every way imaginable, in every possible way. It's quite terrifying, and uh, I I don't know how we're gonna do the description for this on on <laughs> for show notes and things like that in order Episode to post called, it. Because you're basically screwed. Yeah. Uh, but what we're going to talk about is the silent weapons for quiet wars. And as you can see, if you're watching, it, we've got tons of notes and annotations and things like that. So this is uh, this is something that I discovered a long time ago uh, in the book Behold the Pale Horse by William Cooper, which mm-hmm. I think we've mentioned occasionally. And that's a show we're going to have to do at some point, something about Bill Cooper. But uh, he first published the silent weapons for quiet wars in that book and made a bunch of comments about it. And, uh, that's when I first became aware of it with everything going on now in society, in the world, it's, it, it I, obviously, as we talk about often, I apologize for being a little bit at a loss for words, but I haven't read this in so long and reading it again, uh, today, it just left me kind of, I don't know, speech, speechless isn't really the word, more more so terrified. 
because I, you realize that this is come to pass it's it's happening right now as mm-hmm. we speak and it's been happening and it's been happening all along but it's just terrifying for, that's that's how i feel about it so i'm gonna do my best to keep my composure uh throughout this and, uh, as we talk about what's inside but what this is is uh reportedly a confidential top secret memo that was circulated um, and was first discovered, and, and I'm, I'm going to say allegedly because nobody knows for sure where this came from, uh, or if it's even accurate, uh, or not, excuse me, not accurate is not the right word, but if it's even legitimate. It's reportedly a top secret confidential document that was circulated throughout the armed forces and intelligence agencies, and... It's essentially a blueprint for manipulating society and manipulating the masses to get them to do what you want, to bend them to your will. Mm-hmm. I.e. the is, quiet war. Right. And it is a blueprint for keeping the classes separate. And when we talk about classes, I'm talking about you have your elite level society, you're, you're rich, you're wealthy, you're influential, you're powerful people, and mm-hmm. then you have everybody else. And we're seeing it, especially now, uh, with the disparity between uh, of wealth, anyway, uh, between rich people and poor people, elite, and elite everyone if else. you will, and every, exactly. So you're seeing it really, really more so now, uh, with, as you slowly watch, or actually now, quickly watch the destruction of the middle class. Mm-hmm. But I look at it like the shepherds and the sheep. Because that's how uh, I feel yeah. like they see it. They're the shepherds. Right. They yeah. keep us safe. They protect us. They might slaughter us. You know, they might strip us of our will, but it's it's for the greater good. It's for their good. It's for their greater good. It's yeah. not for our greater good. No, it's their for greater their good, greater good. So we, we can go in a million different ways about this, but... Let's start off about how this was the, allegedly discovered. Yeah, the, the this was allegedly discovered back in 1986 by somebody that was picking up an IBM uh, photocopier. Uh, he picked it up at an army... Uh, it was like scraps. A gov- a, like a government auction, yeah, essentially. Yeah, they sell scraps and yeah. surplus or whatever. Right, so he, he picked up... Well, well, he picked up this copier for scraps, for, for just spare parts mm-hmm. and scraps. And he found this document wedged in the, in the photocopier. An IBM photocopier, which is kind of funny. You you brought up this, so mm-hmm. if you want to go and, and make that so that little the story is connection. this guy Lyle Harford Van Dyke was the one who needed this, who bought this copier and allegedly found this do- secret document inside of it, and it made me think back to a previous episode that we talked about where an alleged time traveler wanted to go back to the past for a specific IBM computer because of information. And it makes you wonder, was it this information back in it? I mean, I think that was more of like they needed certain parts for their computers, but it just makes you wonder, was it really for this, if that was at all true? I think that the, the I've already given my views on the John Teeter thing. Go go ahead and refer back mm-hmm. to that episode. Uh, it was just interesting. But I think that if anything, if there's any connection at all, it's the person that came up, person or persons that came up with that John Teeter story. Mm-hmm. Maybe perhaps you ha- had read this and maybe that, that germ of a, an idea. Is where it stemmed from. Is where, yeah, where it stemmed from for the IBM computer. I just uh, saw a computer. connection. 
but yeah, but I mean, like as I said to you earlier, the IBM thing in the eighties, that was essentially that's what that's what that everybody was the main used. Player for that was exactly. Yeah. So that's not if there's any connection at all, that may be it. Now here's my question. Mm. How would an entire document be in a photocopier? I, and not and again, go unnoticed. Uh, again, it, it was not uh, from the way the way I understood it. It was just kind of wedged in there, so somebody maybe had it and kind of stuffed it in there to hide it or to hope that it was discovered. I don't know. We don't know. Again, or somebody did a really bad job and they were going to be fired. <laughs> per- perhaps. Yeah, I don't Top think secret it, document. <laughs> yeah. Ex- yeah. Exactly. So who knows? And and the uh, the gentleman that allegedly discovered the document said that he gave it he made copies of it but he gave the original to a hitchhiker that that he had picked up and i guess they struck up a conversation we're talking about the document we're talking about the government conspiracies and things like that and gave him the original document and he said he didn't know the guy's name or anything he just was giving him a ride and that was that. Hey, top, top secret document. Here you go. Yeah, here you go. Well, he, I mean, he... Safe travels. Uh, again, th- this guy who allegedly found it made copies of it. So it's not like he just, hey, he, like, this is interesting. Here, why don't you read this? Uh, so, yeah, who knows? It again, who knows? This, the whole... St- the, the story behind it is very... It's suspect, I guess. And the guy who found the document was arrested in 2003. Van Dyke, yeah. Van Dyke was arrested in 2003 for... Uh, counterfeiting and he allegedly uh, counterfeited and passed over three million dollars in in bills so you can wonder you can well yeah you can call into question the credibility of his story but you can also if you really want to get conspiratorial you can also say well did he really counterfeit money or because or, he had this because he had this information because it's was, in the book yeah because he had this information they talk about and was, how they can destroy you I'm sorry. Because he had this information and was distributing it and putting it out there, did they set him up perhaps to get convicted of something like this? Because like you said, it it, it lays out the control system for us, for people. It's all in there. The way we're controlled economically, socially, mm-hmm. Uh, with our manufacturing industry, every we're controlled entirely. Everything is set up, mm-hmm. and from the time you're born to the day you die, you are in this system. And essentially, what we've been talking about, it's like you're born a slave. Right. Yes. So, it's it's questionable where uh, the the who came up with this document. Now, Bill Cooper, like I said, published it in his book, "Behold a Pale Horse," and. In his book, he said that he first saw this document back when he was a part of naval intelligence in the 60s. So he contends that, or contended, I should say, since he's no longer with us, uh, he contended that the document had been around since the, the late 50s. So who knows? We, we don't know. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of different stories as far as the mm-hmm. when the document originated I think it makes mention of like back in was it like fifty two or fifty three? So yeah, that mm-hmm. could that could be right. Because yes. they were talking about right technology after, that's right after upcoming. World War Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but there's no actual there's no single author of the document, so that's not there's no single person, and it's believed it's uh, hypothesized, I guess, that it's several different people who 
authored different parts of the document and it was all put together and then distributed, like I said, to people of influence, to people in uh, the military and in intelligence communities in order to help to facilitate this plan of action, which they're, they're doing it pretty, pretty darn well. Uh, if you, <laughs> if you look at what's going on in the world today and what's been going on since this thing came to be allegedly. And we say allegedly because again, obviously if this is a real thing, it's confidential. It's top secret. I question. I I don't question the accuracy of it because everything has happened essentially that it's, that's in there. It's happened. That's and the thing. You can it's argue come to pass. whether it's a top secret document all you want, or if it's some kind of document just somebody created. But everything in it has really come true, and it really makes sense if you look at what's going on right now with our government, with society. It's like, here's the mapping for it, how it all came to fruition. This is the book that explains it all and why. And it's not very long either. It's only about, it's less than 60 pages. So it's not, a, a, and, and it's it's very simple. Mm -hmm. It's very simply laid out and mapped out. And I mean, yeah, it's if you want to control a population, there, there you go. Mm -hmm. This is how you do it. We definitely recommend getting the book. It's very, it's, it's inexpensive. I think you can actually, you could probably find it. I know for a fact, you can find it online at different places for free. You don't have to buy it. I like to have hard copies of things. So I purchased it. I got it on Amazon for like six bucks. It's, it's not expensive. It's, it's very inexpensive. So if you want to pick it up and look at it for yourself and be just as terrified as I am, by all means, I invite you to do so. Uh, the thing with the, the print version of it is that it has, diagrams in there mm. where from what I understand the online versions of the information do not have the diagrams now I'm going to be honest with you I'm going to confess right now I have no idea how to read these diagrams and that's an indictment of the education system which is in, in there in the book uh, I couldn't tell you what any of it means. But I noticed something with the diagrams. I don't mathematically understand what it means, but I saw a lot of sacred geometry in there. Okay. A lot of sacred geometry. So I think that has a meaning to it. Sure. Uh, there's, uh, again, I, that that's the parts that I skipped over just because I don't understand it. I read it. I looked at it. I tried to understand it, but I feel like I'm missing something from it. It's almost like you need to know another variable to really like make sense of it that's the impression i got it's like i kind of get the gist but i feel like i'm missing some bit of information maybe it's something that all the people reading it when the doc who the document was originally intended for maybe it's something they knew they had that knowledge so they just put it in there but yeah yeah so again i it's those are the parts that I skipped over. I kind of mm -hmm. glossed over because I, again, to me, it's just symbols and numbers and I didn't understand it. And it's not a document that tells you what the equations mean. It just gives you examples or, or and it lays it out for you. Uh, but it's the text where uh, it, it essentially tells you how education is controlled. The family unit mm -hmm. is dissolved slowly. And if you're looking at the way society has been over the last 50 or so years, you can tell that's an absolutely an accurate yeah. statement. Uh, Basically, they're trying to make us fight these small wars between each other so they can control everything. 
and what we said before, distract us by having us fight each other. And when we say they, who is they? Who are we saying the they elite. is? The elites. That's the right. The elites. The people who... They I'm who gonna, think they're better than us. Well, I, I, if you read this document, they, they truly believe it. And that's this is what is the truly terrifying thing to me about all of this is that the people who are doing this, who are enacting these policies, who take part in all of these activities, they believe that they are doing good. So they truly believe that they're doing good. Now, we don't believe it, obviously, because it's affecting us in a negative way, but they truly believe that they are doing this for the greater good. And to me, that's what's terrifying, and that's what's so dangerous, because these people think they're virtuous. They think that they're doing this for the betterment of humanity. Because we're so dumb, we don't know better. And it... It's, it'll, it, it, I'm going to find the part here. You know what's ironic about that? Yes. We're so dumb we don't know better, but the whole point is to make us dumb so we can go along with everything. Well, it, there, I, I, I did not, you, you put a lot of different notations in here and there was a part that I wanted to, to read verbatim from here just to highlight that mm-hmm. fact, but essentially, and I can't find it now, so I apologize, but I'm going to paraphrase a little bit. Essentially, what it says in here is that if you are too dumb to use your brain and intellect, mm-hmm. then you are useless and you're essentially, you are just a useless stake on the table, I think was the exact yeah. words wording used. So if you're too dumb to realize what's going on, you deserve everything you have coming to you. That's that's how we are looked at. Now, again, like you said, it's, it's pretty funny and ironic that they say that because they, they created a system to dumb us down. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. They these people all think that they're better than us, and that they are virtuous, and that they are the elite, the so-called elite, and that they have rule over us. And if you read the the, the other part of it that I th- that to me was terrifying is that as I'm reading it and I'm realizing what they're saying, part of me is going, you know, they're right. They actually are correct mm-hmm. in a lot of the stuff they're saying. We are, as a society, and I've said it before, we're so dumb. We collectively are stupid. We don't realize what's being done, and it's right there in front of you. But it talks about it, too, because it's that fear. Um, There's a part in the book where it talks about people are like children. They want someone to tuck them in at night and kiss them goodnight and put, uh, you know, kiss their boo-boos and put food on the table and keep them fed, keep them sheltered, keep them clothed clothed it, it's like they want somebody to do everything for them so it's like okay well if you want us to do everything we're gonna think for you too so you're gonna be dumb and we'll play as they say the god father be god be the far father father i got i can't even talk right now the father f- the father and figure yes the god and um, Correct. yeah and they'll do that but it's like a trade-in it's like you give us your will and we'll take care of everything for you yeah yeah. To which we say, I do not consent. And it talks about consent. It, it does. Would you like to talk about that? No, I'll bit? let you. No, you, you're on a roll. Go ahead. I'm not going <laughs> to stop you. No, it's just saying like you're by doing all this, by giving into what the government allows you to take, you're giving consent. Oh, you want to give me money? You want to give me cell phones? You want to give me free housing? You want to give me this, that, and the other thing? Okay. I'll I'll take your money, and then by doing that, you're consenting to what they want to do with you. The one of the one of the things in there that was uh, again very terrifying to me was uh, when they talked about taxes, and they know they have the public 
right where they want them, ready for whatever else is the next step in the plan, when the 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 society, when the public is giving them taxes and getting very little in return. So and and not complaining about it. And that is, I mean, we've been there for a long time now. Oh, yeah. We've been there for a long time. We pay so much in taxes, income taxes, federal taxes, payroll taxes, property taxes, you name it. How many different taxes do we pay? And meals tax, last pay sales tax. Sales tax. There's we're taxed on everything. I think we're one of the highest we're not the highest, but we're one of the highest tax nations in the world. And, and what does that get you? We don't complain about anything. What do we get for it? I mean, you look around at roads. Here, take my money. Yeah, pretty much. Thank you. Yeah. And so it's... it's, uh, it's Hey, we have top notch of everything here, right? Do we? Do we really? <laughs> no, we don't. That's what they want us to Well, think. that's what they want you to believe. Because we're the sure. freest country in the world. Do you know? Are we? <laughs> Are we really? But are we? I guess it all depends on how you how you uh, classify freedom and how you how you define freedom. One of the first things I made a note of. There's a lot of interesting stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. I could just read the whole book and just all every sentence has great information. Yes. But in the beginning, they talk about energy, and so I want to read a little section. It was the end, but I feel like I have to read the whole part so people understand. Energy is recognized as the key to all activity on Earth. Natural science is the study of the sources and control of natural energy. And social science, theoretically expressed as economics, is the study of the sources and control of social energy. Both are bookkeeping systems. Therefore, oh, hold on. Both are bookkeeping systems being mathematics. Therefore, mathematics is the primary energy science. And the bookkeeper can be king if the public can be kept ignorant of the methodology. Methodology. Uh, thank you. Methodology of the bookkeeping. I thought that was really interesting. The bookkeeper can be king if the public can be kept ignorant. Yeah. And who who's the bookkeeper? Central banks, yep. the bankers, mm-hmm. the robber barons, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, and there's a lot here where it talks about the printing of money and how, and we've talked about it before in we previous have. episodes where the dollar, the U.S. dollar is just a piece of paper. There's no financial backing to it. And they, and was it the Rothschilds, just uh, realized long ago we can just make this system of we don't need backing and we're going to give people loans and it doesn't really mean anything however even though that money has no real value we can use it against you to take away your property and your land like your land your, your property, actual your items. real tangible assets yes. correct yes mm-hmm. and that's and that's why people that have physical gold, physical silver, the monetary mm-hmm. value of that never changes. If you have a, if you have a piece of silver, it's worth as much now and can get you as much now as it could back in 1900. It has not changed because mm-hmm. it is a tangible item that has a value assigned mm-hmm. to it. It is something that has meaning and and it's it's valuable. It it's backed by something, a piece yeah. of paper that they just print and we see what what's the U.S. now? Something like over twenty trillion dollars in debt. But what is it? They mean? just keep printing money and giving you, you know, here's your, hey, here's your, here's your check, here's your stimulus check, here's this and that. 
they just print it out of thin air and give it to us. And we go, oh, yeah, yeah, please, thank you. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for my 1200 bucks. Not even enough to cover a mortgage payment. But, yeah, thank you for that. Oh, thank you, sir. May I have another? And we just sit and take it collectively as a society. That's what we do. We don't question it. We just go, oh, yeah, 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 but give me that. What's hard is when you do question it, it's like you get bullied. They start this system of people, especially now with the technology and social media, creating these bullies. And you're a conspiracy theorist and you're crazy and something's wrong with you. And that's how they do it. It's gaslighting. It's that abusive relationship. It it absolutely Mm -hmm. is. And and now everything being and one of the other things in there that it talks about the the goal, the end game of everything Mm -hmm. is to financially track everybody and everything. And the the way which ties into what's going on right now if you've done any research on what covid really is about it's a certification of vaccination id that's what covid stands for and what they want to do is to control everybody's currency and to track them and where they go what they purchase and mm-hmm. if you are being a good citizen and the end game is they want to, everyone to be barcoded. They want everybody to be exactly. They want everybody to be barcoded with an invisible mm-hmm. tattoo that's invisible with to UV, the naked eye. But with UV. UV, you can see it and they can scan it. And that's coming. The, the literature's out there. The news articles have already started to surface. That is the end game. Mm. You think a COVID vaccine, Operation Warp Speed, whatever they're calling it, you think that's about a vaccine? You got another thing coming. None of this has... None of this is what we're told it is. There is an underlying, in yeah. my view, malevolent, malevolent motivation between all of this, b- behind all of this, excuse me, and it's just to control us. And speaking of something that we see now, it talks about predictability. It brings up how we, there are algorithms, there are ways using the computers, and we're not quite there yet, but it will be there how to predict what people want, what they want to buy. And it says it's hard to predict households, what everyone needs. But for the most part, you can see patterns of what people get, what they buy, what they need, what they want. And you can make predictability, these patterns, so you can predict what they're going to want. And then by knowing what they want, you can control it. Yes. And... Something that's very, very, it's used a lot. I have heard it a, a number of different shows, a number of different people use the, the problem, reaction, solution way of controlling society. If you want to control society, you present a problem, mm-hmm. you get the reaction, and then you also present the solution. And that's, that's right in this document as well. And one of the things it says about this quiet weapon, it shoots situations instead of bullets. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's going on in the world right now, everybody? Oh, yeah. Everybody, exactly. hey, wear your mask. Wear your mask. Comply everywhere you go now. I, I was driving the other day, and I was, I was, uh, it was little those highway uh, bill, like the digital billboards that they have that you know to let you know about traffic coming up mm-hmm. or or construction. Masks save lives is what it was. I mean, it's everywhere. We are so being brainwashed and programmed to wear your mask, even though there's no scientific evidence that it does anything. But you see people on television wearing their masks, talking about wearing your mask. You see it now on the billboards on the street. 
They have uh, commercials. You've, you've got commercials. So a commercial came up. We were watching a movie. It's free with ads. And it was for some breath mint thing. It's like, thank you for wearing your mask. You're saving lives. Use our breath mints because nobody wants mass breath. And what does that tell you right there? You're breathing in your own air. You're breathing in your bacteria, your carbon it's monoxide. Right <laughs> they put it right in front yeah. of you. But, you know, have one of their breath mints so that way you can stand it a little bit better. Pretty much. So mm-hmm. all of this talk that's out there, everything that's done, it's done with intent and it's not for anything good. No. But again, hey, do you want your sports? We'll give you your sports. We'll give you your entertainment. You just got to make sure you wear a mask. And pretty soon you got to make sure you have that shot and you have that ID so you can actually go and watch your sports live. Because, you know, we need all these material things. And that's essentially another thing the book talks about. This document is we are materialistic and we want, we need the next best thing of everything. We got to have it. We got to have what we want when we want it. Nobody wants to wait for things. We just, we want to have everything. We have this insistent, incessant need for stuff. Because yeah. it makes us feel good. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. This this is completely this whole thing. It's like I said, it's terrifying because it's true. Everything in there is true, and it's uh, most of it has come to pass, and you can oh, see yeah. exactly where, where it's where happening we're, now. Yeah. You can see exactly where we're going and yeah. what the end goal is. The end mm-hmm. goal is to have everybody controlled, to have everybody. I mean, they're doing it in China right now with their social credit system. That's coming here. That's only a matter of time. And if you think you you elect a certain politician to go into office that's going to save you or protect you or, or help you, the politicians it's just a just a puppet. They they're all in on this system. It doesn't oh, yeah. matter at whatever mm-hmm. level. Everybody's in on it. So the only way, honestly, to truly fight back, to truly remove yourself, is to turn us off. Get rid of your iPad, your Fire tablet. Turn off your television, unplug it, toss it in the trash, stop going to the grocery store, stop using your credit card, yep. stop using Grow your own anything, food. stop using, stop driving your vehicle if it's uh, uh, made after 1986, grow your own food, get off the electrical grid, yeah, don't use electricity, don't use your city water, don't use your, your oil, your heat, heat, figure out a way to heat for yourself. And completely live independent of this system that's in place. And that's how many of us. So you can't do that. How many of us can do that? Mm-hmm. How many of us can do that? Good luck. Mm-hmm. There's very few. There's very few. So the end game, essentially, if you are not going to comply, you will be jailed. You will be put into a FEMA camp, concentration camp, whatever you want to call it, and. You'll be I don't, slaughtered. I don't know what the end, what their goal is, but it's for the well, greater it's good. It's interesting because <laughs> one of the things they mention in terms of vibrational energy, oh, in terms of vibrational energy can be discovered and ma- manipulated. So vi- vibrational energy can be discovered and manipulated. So you say, what are they going to do? Are they going to try to manipulate us? Well, it didn't I mean, work this way. Are they going to try? <laughs> they're they're Here's manipulating the every day. <laughs> Here's the thing. Are they going to try? Yeah, they try all the time, but they have to discover different ways. So the people who aren't going to comply, then they need to figure out how can we get them to do this? Because it's always better when you have 
a cow you're bringing to slaughter. It's easier when you can walk it right up to it than having to force it, fight it there, yeah, you figure out ways to make them comply. Right. And and it's funny tying into what's currently going on. There was a recently uncovered Yale study where they're trying to figure out ways to where the US, U.S. government has partnered with Yale University to figure out ways to get the public to willingly accept a COVID vaccine. Do we really? I'm going to just put in some logic and common sense for a moment. Do you really need a vaccine for something that has a survival rate of like 99% if you're under the age of 80 with no underlying physical condition? Do you really need a vaccine for that? I'm just I'm just asking. Is there a tuberculosis vaccine? I don't know. I, I don't know. Not that I'm aware of, but from what I understand, there's more cases of tuberculosis, but nobody talks about it. I'm pretty sure there, there must be one, I would think. <laughs> they have one for everything else. Uh, the other terrifying thing with that is that if you do, and I don't want to make this about vaccines or anything, but if you do get uh, every every company that's working on this under this operation, Warp Speed, whatever it's called, they're all none of them are going to be held liable. They're all completely indemnified by the U.S. government as of 1986. So this thing that they're rushing out, that they want to get out to the public as fast as they can because you, we got to be safe. we got to be able to reopen stuff, right? Not, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter there's if it's no, really safe or there's not. No, there's no, yeah, there's no liability for any of these companies. If you go and you take a shot and you, you die, or you suffer some sort of injury, you have some sort of side effects, you can't sue them. So they're not going to... What? What is their incentive to actually make sure that this is something that is safe? I don't, they don't have one because they don't need one. They don't need to have one. And it's funny you mentioned vaccines because it even brings up inoculations. That is one of their ways to try to control us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Another way. How many people says, do you know? How many people do you know that say, hey... Can I uh, can I see what's what do you what's in that vaccine? How many people actually will say, can I see the insert for that vaccine before you shoot me up with it? Can I see what's in it? Can I know the side effects? Can I know if there's any risk associated with it? How many people do no. for the, pe- and the very people few. who do? What is the typical reaction? The doctor Ridicule, gets very get, pissed off. Get, they get yep. annoyed. They mock you. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because you try how to be. Dare you ask? Yeah, you're how dare intimidated. You want to be informed. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's. I'll give it uh, to you, but you don't really need it. It's well, yeah. then I guess I do need it because you're saying I don't. Right. If if the doctor oh. you ask for the vaccine yeah, yeah, information, yeah, yeah. Right, I'll right, give right. it to you, but you don't really need that information. Well, uh, apparently I do need it. Yeah. Again, like I said, I don't want to make this about vaccines. Do no. your own homework. Come up to your own conclusions with that. But that's just one of the things that. It, it shows you. I mean, everything is everything in our current system is used to manipulate and to sway our opinion one way or the other. Free thought is not encouraged whatsoever at all. And you're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't at this point. Like I said, you want to get out of this system. You have to remove yourself entirely from everything associated with it. And with how dependent we all are on the current system, with the services, with the, the way that we get food. How many people grow their own food? It's, it's infinitesimally small. Oh, yeah. How many people know how to grow their own food? It's not easy. How, it's not. It's not easy. But is it taught? Not really. You have to find a farmer or somebody that's really knowledgeable in it. They even they outlawed seeds, for Christ's sake, when this whole lockdown thing happened in certain communities. They outlawed seeds. I mean, it's insane the the amount of control in this system, and we just gladly accept it. 
and mm-hmm. and slowly but surely and not not so much slowly anymore we watch as our civil liberties our human rights are stripped away from us and we don't do anything about it nobody says boo one of the things they talk about is um creating a demand for things so it talks about um a period of low energy like the winter season they can have like there's consistent demands made a, made upon the economic system for that period and it talks about how they can take away so it's winter and you have these things that you need and they can take it away from you of course it's like you're looking at me give me it's a podcast you got to talk <laughs> it's just like it Yes, and they can. They they just talk about we're going to give it all to you, and we're going to take it away. It's we are we are treated as children, and mm-hmm. uh, I'll give you an example. The other day, I'm giving my our, our three year old wanted some some a snack. He wanted some granola bites, mm-hmm. so I gave him six granola bites. He cried because he wanted more. I said, "Okay, you don't want those? Fine." I took them away from him. I took them away. He cried some more. So I said, okay, you know what? I'll give you some. I gave him four, and he was so happy after. He was so happy. That's us. That's us. Look what happened. We had, you could say, we had it all. We got locked down, but now they're slowly giving us some of it back. You can't do everything you did before. Hey, we got toilet paper. But be happy that you have some of it back. And how many of us are like, yeah, yay. Oh, I'll put on my mask. Sure, no problem. I'll do what you tell me to do as long as I can do this. Yeah, no problem. Sure thing. If wearing a toilet paper means wearing a mask, if yeah, wearing toilet paper, if, you know, wearing a mask means buying toilet paper, okay, like, it's not what's put out there, but that's kind of what it equates to. It's just like, you do these things, you play along, and we'll, we'll give you a little back. Not as much as you had before. But you'll, you'll but make you can have it. some back. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's uh, it's very... And we just take it. Collectively, we all take it. We just take it. We comply. When I say we, I mean everybody. One thing just I, about everybody. Yeah. There's very few people that actually because stand up to this. Because what other choice do we have, right? Well, I told you your choice. Is that is that an, uh, is the alternative that I gave before, is that something that's appealing to you? Absolutely. It's, appe- how, it's appealing to me, but how do you make it work? How do you make at it work? Point? Look, look at so many people. So I've mentioned this to you before. I can't remember if I've mentioned it in the podcast, but years ago we were driving by. It's like this new neighborhood. These huge, like almost million dollar homes. They're huge, but how much property do they have? None. Their house takes up most of the property. Tiny little yard, and they're all lined up right next to each other. You look at these new housing developments. It's property on top of property. Nobody has land anymore. And I said, like, to Alex, I was like, look at that. They're trying to make you feel like they're building these homes because, oh, look at I. I don't need to leave my house. I have everything I need right here. I don't need land, right? Take away your land. Why? Because you have a house. You can fill it with stuff, stuff that we can give you and you can pay for it on your credit card to which you'll owe us. What is the whole purpose of having land? The whole the whole purpose of having land, if you think about it, why do you want to have land? Logically speaking, you want land not so you can say I've got a bigger yard than you. 
but it's so you have the the room to grow and maintain mm-hmm. and cultivate your food. If you can't do that, you got to rely on the grocery store. And what happens when the supply chain gets cut off or gets limited? Well, we just saw it re- just recently. Mm-hmm. Toilet paper gets out of stock. Meat in a lot of areas is being mm-hmm. cut down. Prices get jacked up. We are slowly being put into poverty and being eased into, not so slow anymore, but we're being eased into a control system where we are going to have to be reliant on the state, government, whoever you want to say, corporations, whatever you want to say. They are the ones that are going to be giving us our food, Mm -hmm. our water, your electricity, Everything is controlled by somebody else. Nobody, just about nobody, I can't say as a blanket statement, but just about everybody is dependent and reliant on somebody else for something in their lives. It sucks, but it's true. It's true. You're reliant on somebody else for everything in your life. And think about so many people who can't afford to buy their own land who you know can't afford to farm their own food because they don't have the land to do it to get their own chickens or whatever it makes it really difficult i personally think people need to band together to get property and all work on the land together and like somebody works with cattle somebody works with like different like crops things like that like that's everyone a great has to work theory together. that's a great it's theory but how great. do you do it oh i know it's how do you do it, it? exactly how are you going to buy the land where are you going to find the land how are you going to make sure your crops are good? How are you going to know that your soil is good? Mm-hmm. You ever look up in the sky and see all those planes flying over, spraying stuff? What do you think that's doing to the air quality? Mm-hmm. What do you think that's oh, doing yeah. to the soil oh, quality yeah. when it finally hits? What's in those chemtrails that's being sprayed? That's another show entirely. Mm-hmm. But just think about it. Everything has been taken over. Oh, yeah. Everything. Now, I want to get back to the book a little bit more. There was something interesting that... I found they're talking about the personal paper trail and this is how they get information, the information they use to control and manipulate us. So the first part is personal buying habits such as your personal consumer preferences, your checking accounts, your credit card purchases, tagged credit card purchases, which is the credit card purchase of products bearing the UPC. So even talks like anything with a UPC that you buy is tagged makes it easier for them your assets your checking accounts savings accounts real estate your business your automobiles safety deposit at the bank and stock market your liabilities your creditors loans enemies in terms of legal consumer credit government sources these are ploys welfare social security usda surplus food doles grants subsidies Government resources via intimidation, internal revenue uh, service, OSHA, consensus, etc. Census. It's not consensus. It's oh, the, census. The government Sorry. census. Yes. That's how they. That's how they know how many people are in your household. Mm-hmm. How old are the people and in your you household? And you have to do it. They, well, well, they say if you don't do it, it's you will. Government. In, yeah. It says it right there via intimidation. Intimidation. If you talk about the IRS. 
There's no law on the books anywhere that says you have to pay so, a federal income tax. In regards to the government sources. Yes. It says ploys. The principle of this ploy, the citizen will almost always make the collection of information easy if he can operate on the free sandwich principle. Eat now, pay later. Right. And so, again, with, the, with those things, mm-hmm. again, being uh, government sources via intimidation, the Internal Revenue Service, it could be abolished tomorrow and it would be fine mm-hmm. only because nothing they do is legal. Look it up. There's no law on the books. There's nowhere in our Constitution that says that we have to pay a federal income tax. Just using that as an example. But we all do it willingly. We all do it. Mm-hmm. Nobody questions it because we've been dumbed down and, and trained not to question it. And if you challenge it, they will, they'll, they'll hear your plea. And there are some people that have beaten it, but there, I think they're under 20 people that have ever fought it and beat it because you get dragged into court, you got legal fees you got to pay, and they just drag it out as long as they can using their financial resources to make sure they bleed you dry and essentially get you to comply. So there you go. Mm-hmm. That That is the government via intimidation. Other government sources, surveillance of U.S. mail. How many packages have you sent that have been opened? There's, there's too many to count. New, too many to mention. Mm-hmm. Where I've, I've sent somebody something and I've gotten a, an email uh, back saying, oh, yeah, this was actually opened by the mail. I've, I've gotten packages that have been opened by mm-hmm. the U.S. mail. Why is the mail opening your package? For what reason? For what, what purpose? Well, I, I don't know what they're looking for, what they're trying to find. But, yeah, I've had packages opened uh, that I've received and that I've sent out. Mm-hmm. And, I, I mean, it's, ha- it's happened. It happens to everybody. But, yeah, there, there you go. Mm-hmm. It also talks about habit patterns for programming. So this is, what, this is how they look to control you. Strengths and weaknesses, activities such as sports and hobbies. Uh, it says, see legal, meaning fear, anger, et cetera, crime record. Hospital records, drug can... Uh, sensitivities. Oh, sensitivities. The way it's typed, so it's very difficult to read some letters. Drug sensitivities, reaction to pain, et cetera. Psychiatric records, fears, angers, disgusts, adaptability, reactions to stimuli, violence, suggestibility or hypnosis, pain, pleasure, love, and sex. They want to use all of that against you. Methods of coping, of adaptability, behavior, consumption of alcohol, consumption of drugs, entertainment, religious factors influencing behavior, and other methods of escaping from reality. They even mention going to the movies. It's like, oh, I can't get what I want, so I'm going to resort to this, this, and this. And one of the things was going to the movies. You're escaping that's what all of that stuff is. That's what everything now is. Your news is not, it's, again, it's, it's a distraction. Mm-hmm. They don't report anything worth knowing, really. Mm-hmm. Everything is a distraction. Your movies, your social media is a distraction, a big distraction. Mm-hmm. Everything is a distraction to keep you from having your eye on the prize. And what is the ultimate prize? It's your personal liberty, your personal freedom. Does anybody really have that? My, my argument is no. Nobody does. Because we're all reliant on somebody else for something in our lives. So none of us have it. Even if we think we have it, we really don't. We can work to acquire it, to attain it, 
but it is not easy. It is very difficult, and you essentially have to unlearn everything you've been taught from the time you came out of your mother's womb until now. If you really truly want to pay that price, I don't think they're going to stop you because how many of us are there that would really want our true personal freedom and liberty? How many people are willing to put in the work to make the quote-unquote sacrifices? How many people are going to sacrifice their entertainment, their electronics? How many people are going to sacrifice that stuff? Here's, here's the other thought with that. They're going to justify that by saying, well, because there's nothing wrong. It, you're out of your mind. It's all in your head. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with our system. I don't need to give anything up because that's not true. And it even says in the book, it's so crazy. Nobody's going to believe it. Essentially. You make the conspiracy big enough and crazy enough that nobody will believe it's real. Whether or not this book is legitimate I don't know Mm-mm. because we, we don't know, but everything in there has come to pass and absolutely makes sense. Mm-hmm. Everything. One of the last things in the book I wanted to mention, they talk about the draft and they talk about... Selective service, you're talking about? Yes, the draft, yep. military draft. Yes. And they talk about the different factors and how they play a part. You have like the far, father, the mother. And it's interesting because when they talk about women... I love the caution they had to put for women. Caution. A woman's impulsive anger can override her fear. An irate woman's power must never be underestimated. And her power over a pussy-whipped husband must likewise never be underestimated. It got women to vote in 1920. Damn right. Oh, congr- congratulations. <laughs> you, you, got, you got the right to vote. <laughs> what good has that done us? <laughs> no, I'm talking about like, don't piss us off. Well, You they, get us mad enough, screw fear. We're, yeah. That's what you got out of that? That's it? That's what you Swimming took from that? Women are strong. All right. Don't fuck with us. Okay. Well, you've been fucked with. This is true. So congratulations. And this you've is done true. and you've done nothing about it, women. <laughs> you you can vote. Congratulations. Hey, we can wear bras and pants now. <laughs> yeah, hey, congratulations. Because that's so much better. You can vote, you can go work, and you can allow the state to raise your children via daycare mm-hmm. and public schools, which will teach them whatever they want them to know, not what you want them to know. Because our you're kids too busy that go, working. Our kids that go into school are taught the values of what the government and the state wants them to have. They don't teach them the values of their parents, which is why homeschool is such a great option if you are able to do so, but it has been made very difficult Mm -hmm. for you to do so. And there are regulations that go along with that. And the way our society is built, you need to have both parents at work. Well, exactly. They've constructed it in such a way... It's like, yeah, we're going to give women these these rights, these freedoms, but it's all part of the plan because now you can go to work too because you're equal. Not only do they get to get you to go to work, but now they get even more money in taxes because they got all the females to go to work too. Exactly. But it's okay, ladies. Go out and wear your pink hats and, and march for women's rights and everything else and just feel like you're doing the right thing and feel virtuous. And I probably got pissed off like every woman listening to this now, but really... Did you really get that much further ahead? 
I think if you you're realize the to this feminism movement, female, you should get more pissed and do something about it. Absolutely. Marching does nothing. But but think about it. The Take whole, your kids out of school and the, teach them yourself. Yeah, the if whole. You, but nobody can. That's the problem. That's well. But well, it's not that nobody can. It's that most people now, especially today, don't want to. Or they've been put in a position where they can't. They can't afford to. But what's ironic in that way too is you think about childcare. If you can't put your kid in school yet, childcare is super expensive. So yeah. you have to work even more. So you're home less. So you work hard to put your child who you love unconditionally I'm, I'm sure most parents love their kids unconditionally and you have to work your butt off to put them into a daycare and pay however many hundreds of dollars a week a, a month and you're not getting to see your child as much as you'd like to see your child and your child is not getting as close to you as you'd like your child to be and what happens? The cycle has now begun. Mm -hmm. So as you age and your child ages, you become further and further apart. They're going to school where they're hanging out with other children who are in the similar situations as they are. Economically, everyone's essentially in the same boat. Some have more than others, but everybody's in the same boat. They're all in the same institution. They're all being taught the same way. Raise your hand to speak. Raise your hand to go to the bathroom learning to ask for permission to do pretty much everything they get out of school you're still working you're still trying to provide then they get put immediately into the debt system if they want to be successful and be accepted as a uh, a contributing member of society what do they have to do they're told you need to go to college you need to continue your education your quote-unquote education and you go to a university where you immediately incur how many thousands of dollars in debt you graduate with your useless diplo uh, diploma what do they call it a degree excuse me and you go out and most people can't find a job pertaining to their degree whatever whatever their degree is in mm -hmm. and they have to resort to getting a minimum wage job or working at a Starbucks or something else and they're stuck with all this debt most of them can't leave their home and go out on their own because they can't afford to. So they're still with mommy and daddy and mommy and daddy who've been working so hard this whole time. And and the children who've been off at school, their, their relationship is probably not as strong as it should be. Mm -hmm. They grow to resent each other. Mom and dad want, you know, Johnny and Susie out of the house to, to live on their own. Johnny and Susie don't want to be living under mom and dad's roof, but they're stuck together their resentment is there, the heads, you know, they butt, you know, and what happens? Mommy and daddy get old enough where they, they're starting to get older. Johnny and Susie now have, you know, they lucked out. They got a job. They found a mate. They had kids of their own, and now the cycle has started over, and mommy and daddy are old now. They're, they're getting up there in age. They're in their 70s. They're in their 80s. They really can't care for themselves the way that they used to they're not thinking the way that they used to so what do johnny and Susie do do they want to take mom and dad in and return the favor no of course not because now they got kids of their own they got to worry about and their house is not big enough to take in mommy and daddy to care for them so where do mommy and daddy go they go off to a nursing home mm -hmm. and that is the cycle of life now ladies and gentlemen mm -hmm. that is what we are in that is what is going to be perpetuated until we all collectively decide, hey, that's not right. Something mm -hmm. about that isn't right. I, I think people should try to get back into multi-generational homes and kind of bring back that we all take care of each other. It's like as a parent, you take care of your child. 
And then as you get older and you can't take care of yourself, your children should take care of you. You all work together. You work together to, you know, grow your food, to take care of your land, take care of your home. You take care of each other. And it's not just physically and materially, but emotionally. You share stories and you keep history alive by sharing that with through the generations. Well, that's how you would think it should be. But now, again, like I said, and I... And I we could go into so like more detail and, and hit all the nuances of the situation, but that do like, for example, I know you're very close with your, your parents. Yes. See, I'm not as close with my parents. I wish I was close with my parents, but that's just the way that the cards were dealt. Mm-hmm. Right. If my parents, God forbid they get to that when they get to that age where maybe their mental faculties aren't there and they're not able to care for themselves. Honestly, I would love to take them in to care for them, but we just don't have that relationship. And that sucks to say that. It really does, especially now being a parent myself. And that's why I try so hard to have and form and forge that relationship with my children now. Because I want to have that strong relationship with them. Not because I want them to care for me when I'm older. Everybody's goal should be to be as healthy as you can so for you can take care of you yourself can. for yeah. as long as you can. You don't want to be in the care of others. But if you get to that point, wouldn't you rather be cared for by somebody who you've raised, somebody who knows you, somebody who loves you, and who's going to actually care for you with compassion and, the, and with love? With your best interest in mind. Right. And when you say that, I can't help but think about my parents and how when they get to the point they can't take care of themselves. Like, It's not like a oh, this is what I do because they did it for me. It's like, no, I. this is what I want to do. I want right. to take care of them because I know nobody will care for them better than I can. Exactly. You know, and, and exactly. that's how I look at it because it's like I could pay if, if, if I had millions of dollars and pay for the best care, it doesn't matter. It's not going to be as good as mine because I love them. Right. Exactly. And that's, and, and sadly... Very few people think like that anymore. Very few people feel that way anymore. I don't know if very few, but I think a lot of people are also stuck where they want to take care of their parents, but they can't because they can't afford a bigger house or they can't afford an addition. They can't afford, they have to work, so they can't afford somebody to stay home and take care of them all the time. Fair enough. They're locked in these positions. Again, I'm making general statements, Mm -hmm. but very few people can do that kind of thing. And the ones that don't feel that way... Can you really blame them? I mean, that's essentially the system that we've been mm-hmm. brought up in yeah. collectively, all of us. So, I don't know. I feel like <laughs> before we end this too, it's probably should have said this earlier, but I- I'm sure we pissed off a lot of people. Sorry. With the stuff we said. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> the whole point of this is not to piss anyone off. If you got mad, if you got angry hearing some of this stuff, good. You should be. But what are you going to do about it? That is the question. Are you going to sit there and take it? What are you going to do? Maybe we can work on reaching out to each other and trying to develop a plan. I just put a target on the back of my head by saying that. But I think by us doing this podcast, we put a target on our head. But, you know, try to develop a way, a system that works. I think it's possible. But if you're going to get mad, don't get mad at the messengers. Get mad at the people who created the reason for the message. When I first read this back, geez, when I was a teenager, I got mad. I got mad. And then life takes over, your your dreams, your passions, and things that you want to pursue take over. And I forgot about this. 
but you know, you get things that happen throughout your life and, and you know, now again, reading it, I, I told you I was terrified just <laughs> having it come back into my consciousness. It's okay to be pissed off. You want to be pissed off at me. You want to be pissed off at my wife for telling you this information, for giving our opinions. Fine. Great. Be pissed off. But like Monique said, what are you going to do about it? Don't don't come at me. I didn't do it. This isn't we my doing. We didn't create the system. I didn't create the system. But figure out ways to exist within the system, I guess, but also to realize that it is a system mm-hmm. and that if you really truly ever want to be free, try to figure out ways to remove yourself mm-hmm. from this system if you don't agree with I it. I think a big part is stop falling into the traps of TV and social media and the news and trying to pit everyone against each other. It's They make you choose sides. Stop choosing sides. Rise above it and see it's all bullshit. Well, it's it says it right in this manual that that's the, the main goal is to distract you from what's mm-hmm. really important. And I've been saying that for how long? Yeah, of course. But it's right. It's it's in here again in uh-huh. black and white if anybody yeah. wants to read it. Please do. Please, Please do. Book. Yeah, educate yourself. But again, I, I just look at it like I know this is probably going to, this episode is probably pissed off a lot of people. So if anyone has made it to the end, you know, it just, you can be mad, but do something about it or look into it more. Think for yourself. Yeah. Research it more. Find out more information. Verify what we've said by looking into it yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't just accept blindly what we've said or get pissed off at what we've said. Yeah. Look into it and see, uh, are these are these people nuts? Mm-hmm. Or did, is this like a legit thing? And it's, what is it? The saying, believe but verify. Trust but that, verify. Trust but verify. That's yeah. okay. You know, we're not trying to say our word is gospel. It's just, this no, is what we've not. discovered and we're sharing it with you and we're sharing our thoughts on it. So, I mean, hopefully people take it in a positive way of, hey, here's this information. You can make a change. But that's the thing. You have to do it. You know, we have to make changes for ourselves. You have to make changes for yourself. Absolutely. And and it's funny. You said now you probably put a target on the back of your head. Noticed we've had a lot of downloads recently from the Virginia. Virginia and Washington. And Washington area. You know, the District of Columbia area. Sorry, Maryland, Washington, Maryland, D.C. Washington, D.C. Virginia area. And I, I joked to you, I said, you know, it's probably, they're probably, we're probably on the government's radar with some of the things we talk about. I'm sure everybody that has a podcast or, or something like that that talks about these things is on the radar. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, again, I, I don't want to harm anyone. I don't want any harm to come to anybody at all. Obviously, I love my family. I love, mm-hmm. I love my life. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to kill myself. I'm going to put that out there. Uh, so if anything happens to me, it's not of my own doing. I'm just going to put that out there. Same like with you. I feel like targeting us like financially or, you know of what co- I mean? Of course. Like doing things but like that. By calling attention to these things, it's not to upset the apple cart, so to speak. It's it's seriously just to get people to think for themselves and do what it says in the book. Mm-hmm. To use your mind and your intelligence. You're given mm-hmm. a brain. You're given the ability to think. Yep. So use, use it. Use your free will. Use your free will. Yeah. Think. You're, you you have free will. Mm-hmm. As of right now, we still do. Mm-hmm. They haven't figured out a way to take that from us yet. Mm-hmm. And again, just keep in mind that the people doing these things think they are doing it for the greater good. And as I said, while I was reading it, I think one of the more terrifying things to me is the fact that I could see their point. 
I could totally see their point, and I agreed with a lot of what they and, said. Yeah. And that's terrifying. Well, that that's the part. Like, for me, I don't find it terrifying. I've, I'm, I, I look at it like I'm not going to be ruled by fear. I found it very interesting, almost funny, like, like amusing, like, oh, shit, look at that. But I'm not going to allow it to let me. Funny. Wow. Yeah. All right. That's a good take. Interesting. But I'm not going to allow it to make me be fearful. I'm going to use that information to try to make better changes for myself and my family. That's how I look at it. Instead of being afraid of something, look at it, study it, really inspect it and learn like, okay, well, what is it that makes me afraid? How can I overcome this? That's how I look at it. What can I do about it? And sometimes you can't do anything and you have to say, okay, it is what it is. I don't think that... I'm not saying this situation I, is you can't do anything about it. I don't it. think that there... That I'm just talking about fear. You just, yeah, yourself. you just got to figure out how to do something. Yeah. There's there's always a way around something mm-hmm. and, and th- through something or to deal with something. There's always a way. You just have to figure it out. And regardless of what others, like the elite who make these alleged documents think, you are smart. You are competent and you are capable. You have to believe it. That's it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. So we'd love to hear from you and mm-hmm. your thoughts on what we talked about today. It's, yeah, it's it's uh, it's pretty crazy. And there's mm-hmm. more that we didn't even touch on that's in there as well. Mm-hmm. We could talk for hours about this under 60 pages of information. Uh, but again, look, look for yourself. Yeah. Like I said, it cost me $6 to get a paper copy of this thing on Amazon. Uh, and you can find the information for free. I'm going to, I'm going to get some of the, some of the links and I'll, I'll put them in the show notes for people so they can do their own research. They can look at these things for themselves and they can decide for themselves whether they believe it, whether they think it's a crock of crap. I don't know how you, how you do that at this point with, uh, with history, mm. uh, being what it is and with what's happening currently being, society, uh, being what yeah. it is, but you, you can, you can, uh, you could scrutinize the information for yourself and, and I definitely recommend you do so. Uh, but yeah, we'd love to hear from you. You can find us on social media. We have a Twitter at Homewrecker Pod. We are also on Instagram, Homewrecker Podcast. And, Parlor. And I was going to say, and we're also on Parlor. Thanks so much. For, Home, at Homewrecker Pod. I'm getting better about remembering yeah, the Parlor. I was I about to say too. it. Goodness. We also have a website, homewreckerpodcast.com. So if you don't want to. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever mm-hmm. you get your podcast. You can listen to us on, uh, you know, through the links on our website as mm-hmm. well. And, uh, I'm forgetting something now. If you want to watch you, us, you threw up, you threw off my flow. That's what it is. If you want to watch us, YouTube would, but you might be better off with Brighty on for this episode. Yeah, This episode. I have a feeling. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to have to word the word, the, uh, the description carefully so we don't get it's immediately gonna be like, pulled and banned. <laughs> what is the truth? Yeah, gonna we're going to start speaking in code, like having our titles <laughs> and all the information about the episodes in code so we don't get blocked. But I just want to say something, too, before we end the show. I just want to send so much love out to everyone because I feel like when you have these really heavy conversations and it's a lot of information, it's a lot for people to take in. So I just kind of want to close out sending so much love to everybody because I truly love all of our listeners, everyone who follows us on social media, everybody, because I just want you to know like you are loved. You are powerful, you are strong, and you do have the ability to make choices. So you have to believe that. I, I, I agree. And, and just to echo that and add to it a little bit, 
uh, as we said, we've said often, uh, we, we do truly hope that wherever everybody is listening or watching this, that you are safe, that you are healthy, and most importantly of all, that you are happy and that you do look into these things and try to make educated decisions for yourself and for your family. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we, we, we just want everybody to get along, especially with what's going on yeah. nowadays. We just, just want everybody to get along. I'm big hugs out to everyone, whether you everyone. agree with us or not. Yeah. I don't care. Whether you agree, disagree. Sending you love and positivity. Uh, I hope we can all find common ground and that we are all just trying to live our best lives and not hurt anybody. Yeah. We're not we're not around to hurt anybody. That's not our intention. That's not our motivation at it's all. It's not how we roll. No, it, it's it's just to inform people and to for ourselves look into topics and find the truth about what's really really going on and in our reality. Mm-hmm. So with that, I'm gonna close out and say I am still haven't haven't changed yet. I am still the Golden Greek Alex Arion. I've been joined as always by my beautiful, gorgeous, lovely, amazing, drenched in iced tea, (laughs) my trophy wife, the lovely Monique. And you've been listening to the Homewrecker Podcast.